When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tom Bernard Show with Andy Brant Bernard, Dave Schrader, JB, Mike Molina, Linus Schrader, Vinny Favorito. Ah, Vinny Favorito. There so you, you do say Favorito. I, I thought it would be Favorito. Well, it is in my my neighborhood, but Favorito. Uh, yeah, everywhere else it's Favorito because they all think it's a made up name and it's not. <laughs> they do. Everybody does. They think it's oh, a made it's, up. Of name? course, Favorito, Vinny Favorito. It's too. It's too. Too much. It's a stage name. I go. No, no, no. Why wouldn't I want every teacher who told me I would never amount to anything to know I've done it? Exactly. Uh, exactly. I've heard the same thing. Yeah, I'm in Minnesota. Who's laughing now? Bitches. We'll <laughs> <laughs> be right back. Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant. What's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt. Then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company, and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. It's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? uh, Either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Due to the billions of marketing dollars spent by Walzer Automotive on Tom Bernard Podcast, you hopefully know that Walzer sells cars. What you might not know is that they also have two full-service collision repair centers in the Twin Cities. They're fully certified by all insurance carriers and can help you navigate all the paperwork if you ever have an accident. But wait, there's more. They've also been in the paintless dent repair business for nearly 30 years and can take those pesky dings out for just a fraction of what traditional bodywork costs. Broken windshield? Walzer Collision is a fleet of full-service mobile glass repair trucks as well. Walzer are pros at body and glass repair, but don't take my word for it. They have an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and a nearly perfect 4.8 Google rating. Check them out at walzercollision.com. We're just going with Boston. Is that what we're going with? It's uh, Brad Whitford's birthday. It is? Yep, 66. didn't know that. That works for me. That works for me. Vinny Favorito. I'm not going to say Favorito, sorry. you got to go with Favorito. I'm with you. It all works I'm out. I'm not going to go with Tom. I'm going to go with Tim. Tim. <laughs> Tim is good. <laughs> Tim Bernard. I, well, actually, I was talking about that in the second hour. My daughter is going to have her second child coming up, she and her husband. And uh, their first child is a little girl. Uh, baby born in June is going to be a boy. And I don't care what they name the child. I'm going to call him Tom. I don't care. Why not? doesn't not? matter. You have a podcast. You can do that. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> you actually <laughs> control all the radio in this city. My God. What, what is like she, that. What does uh, Fawn call you now? Bop, bop. Bop, bop. Bop, bop. That she, wasn't the name that they were going to try to teach her. But well, you, 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 your granddaughter's name is 
Pon, what fawn? Fawn? Yeah, fawn. Wow, your, what did your daughter like hit the bong all the time? <laughs> yeah, I think so. What a name. Your fawn. Hey, Although I, your name is what again? Limer? Linus. Yeah, Limer. Limer. Linus. What? Do you have a brother? Yeah. What's his name? Charlie. See Charlie. My, do you see my point? <laughs> Here's a movie you might want to rent when you get home. The Menendez Brothers story. <laughs> what a horrible name. Were you just mad that day? No. What a horrible it's name. A, it's a brutal name. You Long would be dead in my Charlie neighborhood. Brown. <laughs> you would be dead in my neighborhood. That's a horrible North name. North I'm kidding. It's a, it's a great name. You'll, you'll be the only one having it. There's no question about that. No, <laughs> he rolls his eyes. I know. When you get him back in the van, you'll make him feel better. You'll explain it. Oh, 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 you don't drive a van? I apologize. No, my daughter. I told her because you know she's a millennial. She's well, she just turned twenty nine. Wow. Uh, so she's a millennial, and I said, I swear to God, I know you're going to name your your baby something different. It's got to stand out. I know it can't be, you know, like. You know, Betty or anything like can't be that. Right. You can't do any of that stuff. Especially if it's a boy. But I'm t- especially if it's a boy. Well, yeah. Betty the boy. Stand out. Betty would have been better for you than Linus. <laughs> if I had a choice, I would have went with Betty. Oh, Betty. Betty. Betty Linus. Um, but I said, I swear to God, if, and I said this on the morning show, if you name your child something like Seafoam or something, I will kidnap her and you'll never see her again. <laughs> that's well, crazy. that's what they, these names now, we get these kids. Honest to God, I, there are some people that go, "Oh, this is my this is my baby." It's the, why would you name your kid? Well, they got to stand out. Apparently, standing out is a very big deal now. Yeah, you, you like Fawn. I mean, it's a beautiful name, mm-hmm. but not a name you would hear where I grew up. You'd never be like, "Hey, Vito, Frankie, Fawn." That's <laughs> you know what I mean? It wouldn't happen. Nah, Boston is not going to fit in. No. No. Yeah, but some people do come up with these, like, Montana-type names, you yes. know what I mean? And I, I can't stand people named Dallas or, you know, <laughs> Midwest. Just Mercedes, you know, the car you could never have, so you just named your kid Mercedes. Right. Yeah, I just, I, I hate any kind of name like that. There's, there's normal names. Uh, this has nothing to do with you. Why? <laughs> <laughs> you have a therapist, right? I'm glad nothing. you came in, Linus. <laughs> Very happy that he showed up today. Say hi to Charlie, your brother. <laughs> Um, this is the, the uh, birth by fire. That's yeah. what this is. Plus, you're a redhead. Nothing went good for you in your life. <laughs> Nothing went good. You were dealt the worst hand ever. Well, he's got red hair. Let's really screw his life up. Linus, that'll work. <laughs> you know, my wife's a redhead. I tell you. Yeah, but her name's not Linus. That's no, my name. Not Linus. Her name is Catherine. And this true. kid's this kid's ready to jump. <laughs> and he's on Snapchat. We just found out he's on Snapchat. Yeah, but under a different name, right? No. Really? <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. He's sticking Good for with you, Linus kid. Stick to your guns. Someday this will all be yours. Well, Linus was a character, of course, from St. Paul, Minnesota. Charles Schultz invented peanuts. Yeah, me and my friends were just talking about that the other day. This guy, Linus, from Minnesota. Are you <laughs> kidding me? No. How I'm deep you look into the Charlie Brown thing? It's fictional. Okay. Hey, you know, it's a, it's a big thing around here. It is. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll tell you what's a big thing around here. Just Miracle was in my hotel room while, while I was waiting to get picked up, which your coach was from Minnesota, from here, right? Yeah. I, what a great movie. You can yeah. watch that over and over. It's so uplifting when, like, your life's down. And yeah. Maybe I'll get you the DVD. <laughs> I'll tell you what. If you like Herbie Brooks stories, man. He's, he's great. I, I, I just I could watch that movie over and over. It's, what a great movie. Herbie Kurt was Russell a good friend. Kurt Russell did a good job. In that Kurt movie. Russell was phenomenal. He was mm-hmm. really great. But Herbie was a good friend. He was a really good oh, guy. Oh, were you really friends with him? Yeah, I was friends wow. with Wow. I have the picture signed by the whole team, including him. Yeah. There you, there you go. I heard someone's stick just went for $290,000. I wouldn't doubt that. Yeah. Their amendment bill crazy. is... Off the chart. I, I see a Ruzioni once in a blue moon around Boston. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah, I'll tell you a story about Herbie. This is a true story. Uh, 1980s, the year we're talking, a Miracle on Ice. Well, Herbie was uh, initially on the 1960 Olympic hockey team, which eventually went on and won the gold, right. 1960. So Herbie was the last guy cut from that team. True story. The last guy cut from that team. He's sitting on the couch with his dad over in St. Paul watching the United States play for the uh, for the gold. Can't remember who they played in 1960. How would I know anyway? But they were playing for the gold. Uh, the United States wins the gold, and his own father turns to Herbie and goes, "Well, guess they cut the right guy." 
Wow. Wow. <laughs> Holy yeah. Oh, wow. That's a little harsh, don't yeah. you think? Why don't you just name him Linus? <laughs> <laughs> He's not giving it up, Linus. He's not going to give it up. so teasing. You, is he coming to the show tonight? Never again. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> Never going to leave the house. Dad, oh screw God. you and your job. Yeah, Dad, thanks for bringing me into this. When, he's, when he goes and writes the, uh, writes the paper for school, what my dad does for yeah. a living, it's... No, you're not going to bode well. You're a good kid. I just got released. Don't mind me. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. You just got released from the. Uh, yeah, yeah, I understand that. No, so that's good. So you are you a hockey fan in general? I'm huge. I'm a huge Bruins fan. Everything yeah. Boston, but I, yeah. but the overall sport. My we were talking about it this morning. I uh, my two favorite sports would be football and hockey. I mean, football and hockey. Yeah, I used to do. I, I do a lot of stuff with the NHL. Actually, a buddy of mine, Zenon Konopka, played for Minnesota for what was it? A tough guy, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, but I mean, I know a lot of the players. A lot of them come see me in Vegas, and then I meet new ones because they'll call and say, "Hey, I got some friends coming into Vegas because everyone goes to Vegas, right?" Of course. Right. And then the um, when the Vegas Knights happen, uh, Gavin Maloof, who's a there. You know, the family's 10% ownership, but still it's huge. Right. And then Clayton Stoner, who played for Anaheim, he's a real close friend of mine. He was one of the first ones they drafted to the Knights. Mm -hmm. And then look how great they play. I mean, they really, really... Uh, unbelievable stuff. Tell you what, they got a hockey team. They're getting a football team in a couple of years. That's going to be unbelievable. Yeah, it's funny the Raiders because my 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 buddy says to me, he goes, you know, housing housing is really going to be uh, go up once oh, the Raiders yeah. come in. I'm oh, like, yeah. I don't think gangbangers can afford a house. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. I mean, the Raiders are good Raiders. for them, but they bring the junk. I don't, I don't <laughs> get it. I don't get it at all. I don't think any wealth's going to come to Vegas because there's you know oh, the, the the Raiders fans are coming. You know, how'd you like to be the QB on that club, though, man? You go from California, one of the highest. Ta- I think it is the highest state tax state in the United to States. To none. To none. To none. That's one thing I regret about leaving. <laughs> Whoa. I, I regret about leaving is they had no taxes. You know, now I'm back you, in Boston. I mean, if I paid them, I would bum me out. But I don't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, then you don't care that much. There's nothing. Penny right. Tom's face is on a goalie mask. Tom. Me. Oh, I thought you were taking a shot at Brady. I was ready to jump no. over the table. Oh, <laughs> no, no. Okay, I, how I tough know, you look. Oh, I want to talk about that. Yeah, I, I bet you I do. I know you're reli- that, that's religion. I'm t- no, well, my, uh, my, uh, my buddy there, JB, decided that he put, he'd paint my face on his goalie mask. He plays goalie on a hockey team. Oh, because you're not known for skating, so I'd be the goalie. <laughs> <laughs> Goalies have well, to a, be the best athletes on the team. Yeah, to run between those two pipes. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> wow. I got to ask you, Vinny. Sure. I'm in the radio business. I've been in the radio business for 48 years. I'm sorry. Years. Are you going to be at the show tonight? Oh, tomorrow night? Me? Because from what I hear, I need one. No, I tell Jerry to make sure I'm in the back of the room. <laughs> so that's because your president's gone and things are back the way they used to be. <laughs> back of the room. Linus, I think you're officially off the hook. <laughs> Linus is off the hook now. JB's taking a beating. So go ahead. Um, wow, that was back in the day, too. Go ahead. Tom, yeah, I shouldn't have said beating. Yeah, beating not wasn't a good word. Not a good choice of words. <laughs> I think it's a good time to run Roots. You want to play it? <laughs> <laughs> you got the music from that? Um, <laughs> that Tom, was so wrong. Tom, it was. Yeah. Tom Brady. Yeah. Class guy, from what I understand. Everybody I talk to, I've never talked to him personally. His Actually, his mother and my mother were born in the same small town in northern Minnesota, wow. Browerville, Minnesota. He has cousins here. Yeah, he yeah. does. Yeah, absolutely. There, Browerville is a town of, I think when his mother and my mother were born, there was like 200 people in the entire town. And then my name is Tom Bernard, his Tom Brady, so he stole Tommy B from me. So I'm getting a little sick of him. Well, no. he definitely didn't steal your physique. <laughs> no, he did not. He's not that strong. You and I, boy. I yeah. love you. Yeah, but you know what? It's JB, I hate. God. <laughs> I hate God. JB. They're always healthy. Explain to me what the hell. Because Tom Brady seems to be a, like a class guy all the way. Like a good guy. Not fake. No, I, I, you know, I don't know him personally. I've met his father. I don't okay. know him personally. But i got to tell you something. We we all love him, obviously, and right. so many people hate him and the Patriots. I don't know why. Because oh, we're winners. Yeah, well, that's I like That's winners. why everybody loves Minnesota. <laughs> I like him because he never wins. Exactly. Um, no, I lo- I, see, I love winners. I but, like Tom Brady because he wins. But will you guys, seriously, I ask you seriously, 
because of the, the, the crap the Eagles fans especially did to your yeah, fans, right. were you all Patriots fans that weekend? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, you, not Linus. Linus no, is an Eagles not fan. Not Linus. Yeah, yeah. A lot of, a lot of uh, restaurants, they said, wouldn't accept them and this and that. Yeah. And good for them. Even a Patriots kid was on Facebook. They threw a bottle, hit him in the head. No, you know, someone, real class act, goes, no bottles. Right. <laughs> hit him with everything else, but no bottles. No bottles. Yeah. That's... It's just horrible. And then they win, and they destroy their own city. You know, it's yeah. like. I know. Well, I don't, I'll never get the logic of, of that. Well, you know, and then either. the anger. When I was out in Vegas watching the Super Bowl. As we're oh, walking you by, this year for yeah, the Super Bowl? Yeah, we go every year, and there was these guys all regaled out in Eagles garb. And I walk up to him, and I go, so, uh, you know, are, are they going to burn the, the city down tonight? And he goes, well, hopefully only for the good reasons. Yeah. And, you know, I thought it was funny, so I, t- I put it into deal. And all of a sudden, every person that's ever even driven past Philadelphia is all over my butt. And you're a jerk. And oh we're not God, all like that. And oh I said, it was your own people. It was, the, it was an Eagles fan from Philly that said, yeah, but I hope they burn it down for the right reasons tonight. Yeah. Well, it's not indicative of everybody from Philadelphia. And I'm like, obviously not. Well, then why do they need up. a jail in the yeah. stadium? Well, that's, Explain that part. That story was worth the wait. Anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> So just, here's your, the problem. Your dad is riveting. <laughs> W-E-E-I gets rid of two guys. Yeah. Why would you go on the air and say that Tom Brady's five-year-old daughter Horrible. is an annoying little pissant? Horrible. Why would you say that? And then you get suspended, okay? Yeah. And then the next one who impersonated that, was that big mistake, fired on the spot. I mean, people just go too far. And I'm, I'm a shock comic, they call me, or whatever, edgy. I Honest, messed with the mean? crowd, but I know that I was still talking. But <laughs> I know, I know the line to cross and and how to walk the line. Right, and that's the problem. People go just like your thing in Vegas. People get so. Uh, that's why the world. I'm politically incorrect, and you dealt with political correctness. Well, it's not all about all the Philly people. You know what? For the most part, it is. It is. I don't want to hear you. I saw not three not ten i saw hundreds of people in the streets right. and they're idiots standing on a soft canopy why they didn't think that would right. hold up as that beyond me bizarre. of course yeah. it is they're greasing poles which in some institutions that's a good thing linus but they're greasing <laughs> poles so people won't climb them i mean it, it's just nuts i'm just tired of people appreciate the sport you know i and it's still on my facebook as soon as philadelphia won i said congratulations you deserve to win blah 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 nothing harsh nothing bad all oh, the pay i didn't they they were the better team they played a great a falls right. amazed me mm-hmm. two oh, games in a row amazing. two games in a row the guy was and then the the icing on the cake for them for me was when brady just missed the pass yep. which would have been a time and they go and do the same play and yeah. pull it off yeah. and i was like there you go that, that right there tells you we're done we're okay. done they're gonna win you worked vegas a ton i worked there from i had my own show from old three right. to this year so explain to me have you ever seen vegas miss a line three straight games no that scares it's, me. That, that's pretty scary that's that scares really me. scary i'm sorry but they vegas doesn't miss three lines especially in a row. when you go going the other way on the money line you know yeah. what i mean hey. i mean that's that's a big that's a big hitter for you but you know what they have know. the guys who set the lines the wise guy money comes in and that's what controls right. it they right. don't they're not trying to beat you and you right. at the same time. Right. You know how it works. Try to beat Linus. Make it even. Oh, leave the kid alone. He's been doing that. <laughs> leave Linus alone. Yeah, well, we'll be right back. Kid. I was teasing. Tom Bernard Show. I'm Brad Huckle, president of North American Banking Company. Ask one of our bankers what they love about business banking. They always say the relationship with a client. Case in point, True North Oral Surgery and Implants is a longtime customer with a growing practice. Their banker, Julie Marshall, knows the ins and outs of what they do. So when they need working capital and a equipment loan or funds for expansion, they call Julie. Are you looking for a banker you can count on? Give us a call. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. This is Tom, and I've been telling you how easy it has been for me to lose weight on the Nutramost weight loss plan. My goal has been to lose 92.5 pounds. Well, I've started up another round at the new Nutramost Plymouth location, and I can't wait to shed those extra unwanted pounds. Nutramost is unlike any other weight loss program. It's just so easy, and they guarantee that you will lose 20 pounds or more in just 40 days. There's no exercise, shots, drugs, prepackaged food, and I'm never hungry. The team at Nutramost in Plymouth will support you every step of the way on your wellness and weight loss journey. Then... 
After you hit your goal, Nutramost in Plymouth is there for you with the Nutramost Forever Plan, an all-inclusive wellness program that improves and promotes healthy living and choices. Nutramost has helped me change my life, and I know they can help you too. Nutramost Plymouth, located just off Highway 55 and 494. Call 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. We're trying to get Vinny to talk. He just won't open up. I know. Very difficult. Well, try doing the morning show with Bob till you left. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> My God, to get a word in. Oh. Horrible. Sandy. Sandy just lost his mother. Did he tell you about his mother's last text to him? No. I uh, would have been a little morbid for no, the morning No, no, no. It, it's well worth it. <laughs> really? It's so Italian. It's so nice. His mother was this little tiny Italian woman who yeah. died at 92 and a half years old. Wow. She just died last week. And he gets back home, and he's, you know, Bob is very close to his mother. Yeah. So he gets back home. She's in uh, Forkhead River, New Jersey. That's where he grew up. Right. So he's going through his phone, seeing, you know, what he missed. And he, he runs across a text from his mother. The last text. Oh, excuse me. Call an ambulance? It was not a text. It was, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> call an ambulance. You know, Vinny, Wow, there's a special room in hell for that. Wow. <laughs> oh, I missed I miss that text. <laughs> Jesus. Sorry, it wasn't a text. It was a voicemail. Oh, that that's worse. His mother. So he listens to the voicemail because he hadn't heard it. He listens to the very last. This is such an Italian thing. It's wonderful. <laughs> so... He, he listens and goes, hello, Bob. Bob, are you there? Hey, Bob. Bob, answer me. Ah, uh, Bafungul. <laughs> she hangs That's up. That's hysterical. Ah, <laughs> uh, Bafungul. That's, That's hilarious. She's about this tall. Wow. Just tougher than hell. Bob said he He's had an uncle. He's a good guy. Oh, Bob's a great guy. Really nice guy. Bob said he had an uncle in New Jersey that had a candy store, but it may have been a, a gambling parlor because his candy store had like one candy bar. <laughs> and that was about it. Yeah, we we have we have the finest restaurants in East Boston and the North End that just never open. It's it's amazing. Uh, how how does that ever happen? It's hysterical. I just love maybe you could explain to me nobody could explain to me how it is that the Italians on the North End let Whitey Bulger in there. Well, I got to tell you, my my personal cousin t- did 16 years. He's out, uh, Vincent Ferrara, and oh, you can yeah. look it up. Yep, yep. Actually, if you saw Black Mass, you hear him talk yep. about. I, I was in the movie with my other cousin, and they they did the scene. He says, "I just saw so and so, so and so, and Vincent the Animal Ferrara," which you don't call him that, but that's what they right. You know. And I called him right from the movies. I go, Vinny, they, they, they just mentioned you in the movie. He goes, I know, it's not a good thing. He goes, <laughs> he goes I'm, I'm calling thing. Oscar to see if I can sue them. Because Oscar was his attorney years ago. Right. And it was Chesnoff, who was Oscar Goodman's partner, who continued to be a lawyer. And he's the one who found out prosecutors withheld stuff when Vinny went for trial. Yeah. They released him that day. The judge said he would have never taken the deal he took if he, you know, this was known. All right. So he's out now. And uh, he just got married. He's in Hollywood, Florida. I, j- I just texted him with him this he's morning. He's in Hollywood, Florida? Yeah, he got married, and he's uh, he's in Florida. And you know what? Uh, he, he'll talk about things when, you know, you're just sitting there talking, but he never liked them, never, you know, trusted them, but it right. was business. Yeah, it was business. It was, that was business. It. That's the bottom line. I just talked to Kevin Weeks about a year ago. Kevin, yeah, yeah sure. I don't know if you know Kevin or not. I, I do know Kevin. I met Mighty Whitey twice. I don't know if you know who Kevin Chapman is. Big actor. He's yeah, out of Boston. I, I know who he is, yeah. We grew up together, good, good, good buddy. And I tell a story, actually, in Boston on stage. It's a true story. We were at the tent, outside club in uh, Boston once, and um, this is years and years ago. I was just coming up in comedy, and he says... Can you take a ride to South Boston with me? And I go, you know, I'm Italian. Southeast, the Irish. Yeah, Irish. I go, why would I want to go to South Boston? <laughs> you you would never want to go. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm not, it's not a joke. Oh, no, you would not want to go. Back in the day. Seriously. Southeast, man. But anyhow, 
I, I said, well, why? He goes, I got to go see Whitey. I go, Whitey, like in Whitey Bulger? And he goes, yeah. I go, why? He goes, well, I borrowed $1,000 and I haven't, you know, paid the vig or anything and I got to go. Ooh. And I go, I'm your muscle? Are you kidding me? <laughs> you know? But I, I went in the back and I met Weeksy before, but they sat down five minutes. He got up. He goes, all right, we're all set. And I go, okay. And then just as that, Weeksy gets up. He comes out, hey, Vinny, because uh, I met him through Kevin before, and then Whitey came and he introduced us. They never called him Whitey, though. He introduced us. The guy's eyes were the scariest thing you ever looked at in your yeah. life. I met him twice, and okay. twice I never wanted to meet him again. I mean, scary yeah. dude. Yeah. Scary dude. So Kevin uh, got out of prison, and he wrote a book. Yeah. So he wanted a book tour. And I had met Kevin years and years ago, actually in New York. I was in New York doing voiceover, and he was in the, and I was at a party. And I, so I hadn't seen him in, God, that's probably 30 years. Yeah. Probably, maybe not that long. But so he's on the phone. I said, you know, Kevin, I got to tell you, um, you and I have met before. And there's a long pause, and he goes, you owe me money? Oh, <laughs> like, wow. Ah, uh, no. Wow. Kevin Weeks' line has killed, I believe, 28 people. Allegedly. Kevin, I'm sorry? Kevin Weeks killed like 28 people for Whitey Bulger. Kevin Kevin Weeks killed nobody. Oh, that's not what Kevin says. That's that's what Kevin does say. He he was after the fact, and he was there, but right. he never actually killed anybody. And Kevin Weeks isn't a rat. He's a tattletale, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, are you kidding me? You know? Hey, listen, the, the guy, he's still around, but he's, now he's making his living doing these, you know, books and tours books and, and that, speaking. Yeah. But he's still around Boston because he's still a tough guy. No one's going to go up to him and no. you know give him crap. This no. guy was one of the best guys with his hands. I That's mean, what around. I understand. Yeah. And during busing, I don't know if you know this story about Kevin. He was a monitor in the hallways at South Boston High School. Okay. Oh. And when the fights would break out in the hallway, it was his friends that were in school. He would join in with his friends fighting the minorities. <laughs> And he's a school monitor who's supposed to break it up. But that's in his blood. He's a Southie kid. Southie yeah. kids in, Dorch- in, in Charlestown, kids, the Irish, were the toughest kids ever. Charlestown tougher than Southie. I still don't understand why it is, though, whether you're a Southie or a Townie, you're Irish, but you're the wrong kind of Irish. Exactly. It's hundred <laughs> percent. Well, Charlestown was the was the bank robber capital of the world, and and that they grew. Right. And if it, it's just like the town, it's not a joke. I mean, the right. town they they made the movie more current for the the audience of the public, but that right. story is really about back in the day when. You know, the sons became the bank robbers after the fathers went to jail and stuff right. like that. But, you know, Patney, who's still around South Boston, he, he said, I should, you know, he says it on TV, whatever, I should have killed Whitey back then. They couldn't kill each yeah. other. They tried and tried yeah. and they couldn't do it. Um, instead, they make a pack. You know, we're, we're, let's go into business together. But the guy was a snake, and until his grave screw him, I spit on him. Oh, I was never a rat. He doesn't care any. He just doesn't want that tag. He was a rat working with the FBI. But and he everybody did work knows with the FBI. Of course he did. He absolutely he did. did. But, you know, South Boston, there was a time, if you were from Salty, you would never want to tell people you were from Salty unless right. you were that proud kid, teenager, because yeah. it was embarrassing. Now, try to get a piece of real estate in South Boston. Really? Oh, all, all See, the, I did not know that. Oh, my God. Everybody wants to live in Salty. Really? Beautiful restaurants are open. And just like the North End. The North End, Little Italy, you grew up there. You All your life, you wanted to get out. It was a ghetto. You wanted to get out. Heroin was rampant there. Right. You just wanted to get out. Now... You can't touch a piece of real estate there. It's it's, it's just so it's crazy. The safest neighborhood in America now. Well, back in the day, it certainly was. Mm-hmm. The Italians are still there. I mean, you right. can still walk the side streets. I mean, when I, whenever I came home, I stayed there on Hanover Street, my buddy Frankie's place. But you go in the back streets where you know everybody, mm-hmm. and there's those two guys standing on the stoop. Whether you wanted bed sheets to uh, to to tires <laughs> for a car, you went up to them, and they're still there. Hey, listen, I need this. And they send you three doors down, and it's there waiting for you. That's that's just how it is. It's still there. The social clubs really? are still there. That's but the amazing. mob is gone for the most part. And the guys getting out now don't want any part of it. No, These young Turks see. are crazy. They got no respect. They, they're just animals. And everybody's around. As soon as they get threatened with jail time... 
and Big Brother's everywhere. So nobody wants any right. part of it. It's all fictional now. But the North End back in the day was the only neighborhood old ladies could literally sit on their front steps yeah, in a chair. Three in the morning, safe as could yeah. be. I said it was the you safest didn't have neighborhood the nerve in America. to go down there. Mm. Which is how it should be. Yeah. That's I mean, how it should be. Boston was a great city. We were called a racist city, which is true. It was very racist, but on both ends, on all ends. Yeah, on all ends, yeah. It was just, that was the mentality. Roxbury. Right through sports, too. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? The Celtics were all white. Oh, yeah. How about Parrish? Did anybody ring a bell? Robert I Parrish? loved yeah. Robert Parrish. He was great. Yeah. I tell you something about that team. Well, Kevin McHale was on that team. Yeah, that's a Minnesota boy. Yeah, I mean, it he got, is. I I was a huge Celtics fan all because we didn't have a team here. Yeah, well, we still don't have a team here. We just, <laughs> team but yeah, uh, growing up, I was a Celtics. But well, the Lakers were here, but I think I was like two when they went to L.A. Yeah, so I grew up a Celtics man. You know, so I've always loved the Celtics. I love the stories about. <laughs> got you know the name Cancer Mouth Brown. Cancer Mouth, no, I don't. Cancer Mouth Brown's a guy who sat in center field uh, every Boston Red Sox game and said horrible things. Oh, really? I, I, I don't oh, even know that story. Look no. it up. Uh, just to hop on the internet. His name was Harvey Cancer Mouth Brown. He used to say things to people that were just unbelievable, really? but they never threw him out because everybody would go, I'll leave him alone. Yeah, yeah, They'd yeah. They'd come to get him and go, I just leave him alone, leave him alone. He's That's fine. Funny. He, Jim Rice. I'm Jim Rice playing for the Boston Red Sox, but he's black, yeah. right? So uh, we loved him, though. Oh God, yeah. we loved him. The guy snapped a bat over his knee one time, and I'll try doing that sometime. Yeah. And the bat was not broken either. He snapped the bat over his knee. Don't even try because you can't do it. Yeah, when Uncle Tommy says try that sometime, he didn't really mean <laughs> to try that kind of stuff. Oh That's my a God. bad idea. Yeah, and you grew up with an uncle named Tommy? <laughs> oh, my God. If you want to talk to me after the podcast, you can do it. <laughs> Vinny's good, Tommy Remember Johnny, not so good. You're a Celtics fan. Did you ever go to a game in Boston and listen to one on the radio? Johnny yes. Most. Do you know Johnny, Johnny Most? Absolutely. He was the best. Yes. Johnny Most would call a game, yes. and he was so Celtics, and he smoked right in the booth like 100 cigarettes during a game. <laughs> and he had this voice, <laughs> and he goes, now Kurt Rambis is pulling a knife out of his jaws, he's pulling a knife, and he'd just go crazy, you know, whenever the Lakers play. We were kids, we grew up on Johnny Most, he was the best. We would watch the game, shut, lower the sound, but put Johnny Most on to listen. My father would always do that. He would talk, Johnny Most would talk, and this is a true story. About the old, uh, what's it called, parquet flooring? Parquet, yeah. Yeah. He he would know, and he would talk about on the air, about what area they were in and if the floor was live or dead. <laughs> yeah, for the I bounce mean, of the ball. Yeah, it was weird because he would know exactly, oh, he's, he's going to run in some trouble here because the ball is not as active. He's like, the guy was a classic. He, he was he unbelievable. Was like what, what Harry Carey was <laughs> yeah, to that's Chicago. Right. Up Chicago that, Harry Carey. Same yeah. thing. He was a god. Harry he was, was a unbelievable. god. He was unreal. But when the Celtics and the Bruins played in the old Boston Garden, which we used to scalp the tickets when we were kids, grew up in the old Boston Garden, it, it, when they people would clap, the paint chips would fall off the ceiling at the Boston Garden. It's true. Then I go to you go to a, an excitement. Then you go to a game in Canada. You know, and it's a, it's like literally the finals of the uh, of the Stanley Cup. They score goals. Oh, okay. Oh <laughs> like a golf match. Like, and you look around. Going, what, what, what are you doing? Are you kidding me? Aren't you I mean, happy? It's, it's amazing. That's why even in comedy, I'll look, they're a little quiet at first. I go, "What are you all Canadians?" You know, because they it's like they they wait till the end of the show and go, "That was awesome." And you're like, "Really?" <laughs> Thanks for all the cheering. Thanks for spending all the time cheering. Yeah. Isn't that wonderful? I mean, one thing, one of the reasons I love doing the show, and I've been I've been in radio for forty eight years now. Like I said, doing that morning show for thirty two years. All different people from all all different areas of the country talking about you know where they grew up, how they grew. Up. I love that stuff. Yeah, I do I too. Do. I absolutely love hearing about all the old neighborhoods, knowing a lot of people. You know, see, I, I am a huge fan of pretty much every place I've ever been, except. For I'm not a big L.A. fan. I don't like yeah. Los Angeles. Yeah, I lived there for five years. I lived in Santa Monica, which was nice. Well, but, that's got to be nice. But L.A. is still L.A. You know, a lot of pretentious, yeah. phony people. Yes. But this is another reason why I was so happy to go home. Because yep. all the time I lived in the West Coast, I couldn't tell you 
in the different places I lived, I couldn't tell you four neighbors. We, yeah, nobody no, exactly. knew who anybody yeah, exactly. was. But you go home, even from back in the day, and, and your neighbors are there, and they remember you. And it's like, like every night we have people coming over the house for mm-hmm. coffee. And, right. You know, they just don't know what it's like out there. You know, it's not like so this is what right. I want my kids to grow up around. You know, it's yeah, really, yeah. and then like I say, I get to do things. I am so excited about this club. We're doing show tonight at eight thirty tomorrow right. at eight thirty. It's a great room. But great I've heard room. nothing but great things about the place and uh, this couple. The Cartwrights, mm-hmm. they were fans of mine in Vegas, been seeing me for years. And then uh, Jerry Jerry's came with guy. them and he yep. saw me, but I was always under contract. They never approached me, and this the timing of it. And here I am, and I'm really excited to be at this. I think it is be terrific because awesome. honestly, God, I saw your name and I thought, I don't think I've ever met him. Nope. Which is really weird after all those years. I mean, four and a half decades, almost five decades. And you mentioned how many years you're in radio because the guy who's up for your job is like, no, 48 years. When's it going to end? Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Any day when's now, a, you never when's know. enough enough? <laughs> yeah, you know? when's enough enough? Yeah, it's not that good in the first place. <laughs> so, you know, it's got to go away one of these uh, days. I think that's why Linus is here. He was going to do the Linus in the morning. What JB doesn't realize is this will never be his show. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I, I was told that no, I'm, just, years- I'm, I'm just talking to you. You know why I'm breaking your balls? Is because the whole time you got yourself a little drink, but nothing for me. Anything. That's I was true. there when you buy the fridge. Back in the day, you had to get it for us. <laughs> we'll be right back. Tom Hi, this is Tom. If you spend any time at the lake, you can relate to hanging out on the dock with family and friends. Let Flow enhance your experience with their rock-solid dock systems. You see, Flow's passion to invent a better way to make life easier comes through in every product they make. Flow boat lifts are a breeze to level using a cordless drill. With their patented easy-level system, Flow is about making things easy, meaning you have more time to enjoy being at the lake. Isn't that why you go there in the first place? See for yourself why they've been perfecting leisure time since 1983. Visit Flow at the Minneapolis Lake Home and Cabin Show at the Convention Center February 23rd, 24th, and 25th. Be sure to ask for the show special where with a qualified purchase, you'll receive a free three-piece furniture set or a free wireless remote. And mention you heard this ad on KQ for an additional $50 off a dock or lift system. To find out more about Flow Systems, visit their website at floeintl.com. Flow Docks and Lifts, a better way. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. When you call Sabre for service, you'll get a certified technician that's an expert at diagnosing, repairing, and installing heating and air conditioning equipment. Sabre Techs give you the service you need, not the other stuff that you don't need. When you combine that with Sabre's A rating for customer service and the best equipment from Bryant, you get exactly what you need. So make the call to Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning today. Sabre and Bryant. Whatever it takes. If you haven't already, make sure to check out the best of the Tom Bernard Show, brought to you by Brad Sean Bryant, or as he's known, the backup to my hard drive, every Saturday at noon for highlights from the past week and classic moments from our vault. Vinny Favorito in the studio, ladies and gentlemen. He is at uh, New Hope Cinema Grill tonight, tomorrow night, 8.30, both nights. As a matter of fact, were you born in Chicago, in uh, Boston? I was born in a city, Boston. Yes, Jamaica Plain. I'm a paddy wagon baby, actually. A That's paddy a true wagon. story. Yep. My mom, uh, it was time, and uh, they couldn't get an ambulance. It was a big traffic thing over one of the bridges, and they sent a uh, paddy wagon, and I was born in a paddy wagon. Honest to God. That's a true story. Paddy wagon baby. Is that scary? You've been in one, haven't you, JB? I um I love this guy. Only as a guest. <laughs> yes, that's my point. When was the last time they took that picture, Tom? That's I just realized that's you. It is me. Wow. You have aged. Oh, it's no question. It's not well. I'm not well. That's the I'm other teasing, part of it. I'm teasing. No, that was that, that, actually that picture is only about three years old. Now, what would be? I got a question for you. What is Minnesota known for? You know, places are known for food most of the time. Uh-huh. What do you know? Was it pierogies or something? Is that what you guys are known for? Well, there's a little bit. Is, is Minnesota? Really what should known I for have? Anything? What should I have while Hot I'm here? Dish. Would be my question. <clears throat> What's that? Hot dish, casserole, walleye. That's uh, my son Andy. Andy. That's his that? son Andy. Nothing else great. Um, there's someone talking that's not here. Yeah, right. Andy. 
Oh, that's my running your blood with you guys. <laughs> you, I was my wife and daughter on the show usually too, but my daughter is taking care of her baby. First ten minutes, I was going like this, looking at the end of the table, going, "Where is this guy? <laughs> Where did he go?" So, what's a Wally? What, what is that? Walleye. What is Wall-eye? that? Like, it's just fish. some gross fish. fish? No, yeah. I don't want that. What else? What's that. the other thing? Hot, actually, hot dish. Actually, the Italian food in this town's really good. Is it? Didn't used to be, but it is now. Hot dish. What is hot dish? That's where the poorer people would just kind of throw everything together and bake it. This is why they let you answer the question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Poor people. Um, <laughs> well, I am from. That's St. called pot luck. <laughs> I am from St. Louis. So. Are you really? Yeah. I was just. I just. It was just there. I, I love there St. Louis. Go. My buddy owns the golf course out there. That's hot dish. Oh wow! And they just mix all that together. Wouldn't <clears> that become shepherd's pie? Yeah, it's kind of like it's right? kind of like shepherd's pie yeah. in a way, but you know, tater tot shepherd's pie. So, huh. you know, it's not that great. So your son is on right now on the show. Yes. Okay, yes. and so I'll meet him when I go to the next show. Is that how it works? No, you meet him when you go to the Improv in West Palm Beach. West Palm Beach Improv. Wow. Yeah, there you yeah. go. There you go. That's a good. You ever play now, that? Now Hartman just took them all over, right? I think so. Yeah, well, um, Robert Hartman bought the Improv brand. I think that's right. Yeah, his company. Yeah, the, the improv in uh, in West Palm, he really he really dude it up. It's really nice. West Palm wasn't there when I did it. I worked West Palm, but it wasn't an improv. I used to do all the improvs when I worked the road before Vegas when I right. lived in L.A. Right. Uh, improvs and Funny Bones because they had combined right. for a while, too. But West Palm, when I did it, was Uncle Funnies. Uncle Funnies, yeah, Uncle right. Uncle Funnies, yep. yeah. Yeah, West yeah. Palm was great. I used to do Coconut Grove Improv and all those. Yep. They'd bring me there a lot because of all the drug dealers, and they'd be on their phones and all during the phone. So I would take command and just mess with them big time, which is wonderful. And they they didn't do it, you know. So they were cool. Are, too, are people too afraid to work the room now? A lot of comics are, but yeah. I'm not. That's what, that's, know, what that's that's how I got here, and 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 that's. I don't mean here like to Minnesota. That would have been a punishment. Right. That's, I'm no, just kidding. That's well, no. no, that's I stuck to my guns all the way, and I will not change. I'm a politically incorrect show, but if you go to my show, you understand, and I have the most repeat business in Vegas because when I was in Vegas, it's because every show is different every night. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't say things to hurt you uh, personally. I get right. into your life, but as far as the stereotypes, including myself, I mess with everybody. And, Which I love. Yeah, but That's there's disclaimers everywhere before you get in. When you buy the ticket, I'm the only show they tip to sit in the back, which doesn't matter because <laughs> I'm still going to get you. And then even the guy out here, the Cartwrights, he's he's seen me over 12 yeah. times, and he goes, he's ne- he's never capped on me. And Sarah replaced the S word with capped, very professional yes. on the radio. Yes. So yes. Uh, he goes, you never capped on me. And, and some people are bummed because they want to be messed with, and I won't mess with them. But see... Here's the problem, and this is the truth. I'm not being corny. You, in the beginning of my show, if you never see me, you might go, oh, my God, this is going to be, he's like racist or he's sexist. And then you oh go, wait a God. minute. He's messing with everybody. This is what he does. I am tired of someone sitting in these rooms and there's that one person, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on the Internet and slam you. Please do. Please do. This is this <laughs> exactly. is how I sell tickets. Slam me for what? You know, you get all these disclaimers. Then I tell you I'm going to do this before I do it. Right. And it bothers you. But, uh, you know, it's it, it becomes like a just a family show, and it's like I'm messing with everyone. And and then they they realize, well, you're not you're not what we heard you were. You're a little different. You know. I mean, I don't I don't say things. I say things edgy. But I don't say you're a fat guy, you're a bald guy, you're this. Right, I don't right. talk about uh, cancer, AIDS, rape, stuff like that. Things yeah. that split around religion, politics. I don't talk about any of that stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? I go, it's about life. And it's about how how this world, this country's going nuts. You know what I mean? It's just going I'm nuts. I'm telling you, Vinny. And that's the- how I open my show. And if you come to my show, you'll hear what I have to say. And it's like... I don't care. I do not care. I say the stuff that you guys whisper in your cars, the same people that bitch when they're yeah. in the room, yeah. or they get cut off by an Asian. What, what do they say? Oh, that Oriental. No. <laughs> you know, they don't do that. You know what I mean? So I'm tired of this this fake right. thing no, and know. people who create groups and protests. I call them bumper sticker people is what I call them. If you got a bumper sticker on your car, I don't even want to know you. There, I'm telling you what, in the state of Minnesota, there are people that have bumper stickers. I'm th- 20, 30 of them. Good. It's unbelievable. Come to the show, and, and, and let me let me yeah. see if I can win you over. And if not, hey, we gave it a shot. 
You know what's amazing about that, and, and JB, I assume it was like that in St. Louis. That's what we did growing right. up in North Minneapolis over here. That's what we did is went after each other, and we all loved each other sure. and spent all our time together. But we were never nice to one another. Oh, like, oh. oh that's a very attractive jacket you've got there. Yeah. We don't do that. I went, to, I went to high school when busing started, okay? And we're, they're getting ready to do our 40th class reunion. So these two people on Facebook who like got into it she said he said something racial right, right. and I said listen he wrote this whole thing and I go there isn't one of us okay back in the day when you were with your friends in your neighborhood didn't use the n-word or the this word or the that word so you're all phony stop stop this crap right. and move on but that's the problem people today are just ready to look for trouble St. Louis is probably the worst I've seen. I just mm-hmm. went there to do the nine one one for the cops. They have an app for schools, right. yep. Yep. and I do shows there. And people from St. Louis were coming to the champ. Uh, it's called um, Champagne, I think, Illinois. Yeah, it's right over the bridge. Yeah. Right. All white, okay. But people from St. Louis are coming over because that's how scary St. Louis is getting right now. This has not ended in St. Louis. It's no, still going. No, on. it's still going. It's still going on, yeah. and it's ridiculous. And that's the stand. That this the, the, these people have to take because the cops are in a, in a have done wrong. Some of the cops, you know what I mean. Yeah. So I, look, the whole country is nothing's right right now. Do you think it's maybe because we're taking everything away? Well, I it, think so. Yeah. What you're talking about, uh, we would make fun of each other and whatnot. Right. It made it us uh, tougher in some ways. Sure. And now it's called it's thrown under the bullying tag. Of course. Yeah, right. It's tension. But see, I right. come in here, you're a good guy, and you're in the business. You're in the entertainment business. When you're sitting in front of one of these microphones, you're in the entertainment right. business. Just like that kid. He's in this room. This is what I do on stage, mm-hmm. and, this is what I, and I feel people out. You laugh. You laugh. Hey, look, I'm Italian. What do you think? I didn't grow up being called a guinea or a wop or you know a right. greaser or all right. this stuff. We all grew up with this stuff. And if you're from an inner city... You understand the logic. You know what I mean? You grew up around that. I'm just tired of these people that I've been with will say they shouldn't say that. But in the house, they'll say something really, like, Mm -hmm. rude about someone. And I'll be the first to jump on it, like, really? Really? Well, in some cases, I can't even make fun of myself. Yeah. I mean, I work on a college. I work at the university. Oh, yeah, they don't like that. Yeah, that's true. I can make fun of myself and, and get... And it still comes across racist. Right. Of course. And it's like, I said it. I was trying to be funny. I right. was talking about myself. You know, I had to right. go through the whole thing of explaining, and then they kind of back off. And then they, bit. and you're also, in your own mind, just making it an icebreaker. Right. Because you, you're, you're getting on yourself first. Right. You see what I'm saying? But that's it. we got to stop being afraid of who's sitting in these rooms. This is a comedy club. It's just like when you watch a movie or TV. TV, where they're using words like, I don't know what you can say on this, but they're using words like douchebag, asshole, stuff like that, right. on television. They do on television. But now right. they're censoring comedy clubs? Are you I kidding know. me? So these comics that are folding up and selling out, I have no respect for that because they're just worried about their job. If you're good at what you do, continue doing it. And I feel I'm good at what I right. do. And that's and I won't change. Right. The most you can do is say, I'm not going to see him again. Well, fine. But a lot of these people that come in with that attitude, I don't think I'm going to like this guy, I'll win them over. Because they realize, wait a minute, he's not hurting. He's he's actually, that's the key to it, you know? Hey, you know what? You've made Linus's day. He's mm-hmm. a good kid. He was very happy about the fact that you were, that you were capping on him, having yeah. a good time. He loved it. I just think he got bummed out when he realized that's not his dad. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what bummed him out the most. That was it. I mean, JB has a tough time because people in this town, because I'm, I'm a lot like you in that I will say what I want to say. Good for you. I will not. And that's why you're in the business 40-something years. Yeah. I will not, you know, intentionally harm someone. God, no. But, JB, how can you hang out with that guy, that racist jerk? Yeah. The, some people think I'm racist as hell. I'm like the least racist human being on earth. Once again, I don't care what you look like, who you are. It's the old content of your character. If you're a good guy, I like it. You're a good woman, I like it. If you're not, get the hell away from me. I've been, no I've, been, I've, been, I've been beat up by blacks, by Asians, by Spanish, 
by Italians, my own. And you know what? I still have friends that I love that are Italian, mm-hmm. that are black, that are Spanish, and that are right, Asian. Right. It, it, so it, it, you can't. It's the people who hold the whole group responsible. Yep, yep. They're, they're just they're just small minded people. And right. I, listen, I'm not political. I don't want to make a statement out of this. No, you're I'm not. just going to stick to my guns of what I do. You want to see a great show and laugh continuously and right. go. Oh, my God. And hear the things you wish you could say, then come see me. <laughs> because I don't hold back. You know? At New Hope Cinema Grill tonight, tomorrow night. It's going to be awesome. Years, by the way. I can't it's wait. It's always going to be awesome. We, uh, yeah, it's just, it, I like it. Uh, as a matter of fact, that when Jerry called, uh, who, he called you, didn't he, Molina? Did, did Jerry talk to you directly? Uh, he texted me, yeah. He texted you. And he said, yeah, I want to bring a guy in on, on Friday in the third hour. It's like, yeah, absolutely. Jerry... I really like where, you know, but Jerry's a hell of a cook, by the way. Is he? Oh, man. Well, he's single. He has time. You know? <laughs> he does have time. He is a nice guy. Super he's a nice guy. guy. He's a great yeah. guy. He really He is. really builds up his 200 Chrysler like it's some sports guy. But anyway, it's, <laughs> <laughs> he goes, it's not a four-cylinder. It's a six-cylinder. Yeah, it goes oh, very yeah. fast. People yeah. think it's a four-cylinder. You know the Ferrari and in, 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 uh, what was the Magnum PI? Mm-hmm. He goes, there's three types of Ferraris, and I'm not sure which one that was, but one of them only gets to 60 in this point. My car does it, and I'm like, you went back to Magnum <laughs> PI? Wow. You had to go back away. <laughs> He's the nicest guy in Jerry's the world. Nice guy in what, the world. A, what a guy he is. The guy makes the best ribs. Does he? Oh, they're phenomenal. Wow. He makes these uh, cinnamon rolls that are unbelievable. Make, you should wow. make them cook for you. Yeah, I got a day left. I have to see if I can work it in some ribs yeah, and cinnamon you can rolls. Work it in, not a problem. I'll get the cinnamon rolls. Fine. I think it's better you ask for the ribs. <laughs> I had some last night. <laughs> did you work? Did you have some smoke, smoke in, the pit? in the pit? Yep. You went to smoke in the pit last night. I love soul food. Is that a soul food restaurant? Uh, basically. Oh, do I love I love fried chicken at a real good soul food place. Do you have yeah. one of those around here? I would go. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, when he's talking about smoke in the pit, it's phenomenal. Yeah. How yeah. far is it from where I'm staying? The, the home, what's it called? Homeland Security Hotel. What, yeah, home, Homeland Homestead. Security. That's Homestead. exactly right. Is it home, called Homestead? Homeland Security Hotel. I don't know. Home That's something. It's it's not more than what 20, 25 minutes. Yeah, Jerry, give you a ride over there in, in his fast car. Yeah, the two hundred. You know. That was a nice thing. His nephew sold ninety nine cars. He needed one more to make his yeah. big leap in money, and yep. and he bought one. I thought that was yeah, a really nice one. That's Jerry. He's, Jerry's a cool dude, man. He He's is. a good guy. Here you go, right there. Smoke in the pit, chicken wow. ribs, catfish. I love catfish too. What's kind of a racist uh, logo they got there? What's <laughs> well, that all about, JB? That is a little racist. <laughs> it's a really God. racist logo. I'm very upset. Black-owned family yeah, I mean, from got... Little Rock, Arkansas. Are they from Little Rock? Rock? I worked Little Rock, Little Rock once. Yeah, that's. Uh, um, it was a funny bone, actually. But Little Rock had great food. Great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they had Absolutely. great food. Ladies and gentlemen, got to go see Vinny tonight, 8.30. He's at New Hope Cinema Grill tonight and tomorrow night, 8.30. Thank you so much for and having me. What a me. great pleasure to have you. In no, a- you guys are awesome. Really, you rock. I just like, well, we just like to have a conversation. It's not about radio. or it. It's just about having a conversation. You know, when I left your, I'll say, I'll end with this. When I, when I left the station this morning, I said, you know what I loved? They didn't, like I said, when I came in, they didn't ask me five setup questions oh, and this and that. And they said, you hate that stuff. I hate and I go, then I can't wait to do his podcast. <laughs> really. I do. I but you guys are awesome. I hope you can make it to the show. Absolutely. You know, and uh, we'll have a good time. JB, a pleasure meeting you. You too. Uh, what was his name? Finus, Nimus, whatever yeah, it was. Nimus. Good kid. Don Nimus. Don Nimus. Nimus. Exactly Thanks right. for having me, brother. Thanks for listening. Yeah. We'll talk to you next week. Tom Bernard Show. Hey.